Hey everybody, Andy here. Um, we're trying a small experiment with the audio on this podcast. Dave's audio is going to switch sources about every five minutes or so, so uh, let me know if you hear a difference and which one sounds better. If you want to go back and listen, the first five minutes is going to be with one source, and the last five minutes is going to be with another one. So uh, let me know, and uh, thanks for listening. Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 94, recorded live on Wednesday, March 18th, 2009. And here are your hosts, the man who decided to show up fashionably late to his own podcast, Dave Pillay. Hi. And the man who was sleeping over a hot stove to get a meal on his table for his family, and I was waiting, and nothing was showing up, and it was... The food was going cold. It was sad. Andy Lowe, hi. Yeah, it seems I can't do a... Jewish mother impression. No, no, I, I had no idea that's what you were going for. That's that's what I was trying to go for the the guilt trip, but um, no, it, it no, yeah, <laughs> that was just bad. I was trying to go for it, and it just it fell apart. Yeah. Did you uh, speak of jokes? Well, speak of Jewish mothers. Did you hear the joke show for Prairie Home Companion? No. It was this weekend. Oh, I always thought they did it around April. Well, Andy, uh, surprise. Well, April, yeah, April 1st is in like two weeks, but it's still, yeah. it still is. I thought it was going to be in two weeks. No, 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 no. It, it was this week. Oh. It was really, really good. <laughs> oh, that's another thing I'm going to have to listen to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to listen to it, though, after, oh, I don't know when, because the uh, basketball games are starting up. Yeah, that's tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. Are you doing any sort of tournament bracket? You know, I thought about filling one out, but I'm not going to bother. You could just go with the, the math, see how far it takes you. I wonder, like, how often is there an upset? What percentage of the time? Uh, I could actually tell you for the different percentages for each um, uh, for each seeds. Hmm. It's all right. I, I won't. Because the, the... It's okay. All the number one seeds, 100% of the time, ever since they switched to a 64-team format, have always won. Okay. Uh, two and fifteen. Yeah, it always won the first round. Two and 15, I think, is at like a 96%. And it goes down all the way down to um, the eight and nine seeds are actually basically a 50-50. It's actually um, 50%, I think like 52% for the nine seeds rather than the eight seeds. Hmm. You know, I, I have to... It would be really funny if a team pulled out, like, if Syracuse and, say, UConn... Now, I, I know that they're not paired again, but if another group went into sixth overtime, because there's no time to rest before you... You've, like, what, two days before you have to play again? Yeah, it's normally Thursday... Some of them are Thursday, Saturday, and I think some of them are Thursday, Sunday. And some of them are Friday, Sunday. Yeah, some. Yeah, it's you're basically on off, on off the entire way. Now I will say I was a little upset. I saw uh, President Obama's bracket. The White House published it. Yeah, and he had Michigan losing to Clemson in round one. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. All right, here we go. First seed is beating 16 seeds all 96 times. 96% for two seeds. 84% for three seeds. 82% for four seeds. 67% for five seeds. 69% for six seeds. Seven, uh, 62% for seven seeds. And 46% for eight seeds. 
Man, if only I'd known that we just finished our unit on stats and probability. Well, there you... I wasn't thinking. I even used a basketball question, and I wasn't thinking about this. Oh, that's the the, the I know. key to March Madness lost. is the, the stats. Opportunity lost. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm quite sure you've filled out a bracket. Yep. Who do you have going all the way? I have the final four being Louisville, Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. Oklahoma, which is going to be... In Great if they upset UNC like I have them predicting, and Memphis. It it all depends on if UNC can get their star player, Ty, can't remember his last name now, Ty something with the guy with the bad toe, who's not actually going to be playing in the first round. <laughs> North Carolina is sitting their star player for the first round game, which seems like the best game to um, sit him. Yeah. So, okay, so that was your final four, so... Skipping the next round, who do you have winning? I have Pittsburgh winning. Okay. Because Pittsburgh has basically nobody that can beat them in the East. Even running through the RPI stuff and the point of victory, uh, margin of victories and stuff. All the stuff that I ran through there, I could not find anybody that in the East Conference that could beat Pittsburgh. Unless Pittsburgh basically implodes like they have done the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. I laugh if they just have an off game and get screwed. First round. First round. That, that will that will not happen. They're ranked in number one seed. You know, just because it hasn't happened. Just because it hasn't happened doesn't mean it's going. not going to happen. What was it? The first round game. I would like to point out the case of Appalachian State v. U of M. There have been five number 16 seeds that have come within five points of the number one seed. Mm-hmm. Two of the game, only one 61 game has gone into overtime. Murray State versus Michigan State in 1990. Just because it hasn't happened doesn't mean it 96 to games, and there have been five games within five points. Okay. That, that's, that's it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And by the time this comes out, we'll see if that actually rings if true or not. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I smell kind of a, a, a bet coming on, but the problem is there's no end term to it. So you'd be a fool to take it. And that is, I bet you that at some point in our lives, a number one seed will be upset during March Madness, assuming the tournament continues in this fashion. Hmm. That may or may not happen. We'll have to see. And unfortunately, there's no end. No, no, it's... Aside from our death, I say, you know, it's a little hard to collect if you win. What about within, like, the next... But it, they went to 65 team. They, well, it was 65 teams now. Back in 2001, they added the playing game. Okay. I know way too much about this for my own good. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Comes from placing a bet every year, doesn't it? Yeah. You, you learn to... Um, start to figure things out um but 2001 is when they added the playing game mm-hmm. and it has been actually a lot oh, what 2001 there was i think what like four or five major upsets that year i have no idea it see this is why we need to get like a guest star to come on the show and and Someone who, you know, actually know what we're talking about. Well, I know what I'm talking about, but... Yes, but only one of us knows what you're talking about. (laughs) Right, it's like... Yeah, this doesn't work. But who would we get who knows about games and basketball? We could probably ask Kyle or Jeff. Probably. Hi, Andy. Hi, Dave. So you're you're not even going to fill one out? You could just fill it out and flip coins. 
Right, you could you could easily write a program to go with the probabilities. I could write a program to just fill it in randomly too. There are some of the uh, I think Yahoo actually has a bracket where you just tell it to pick random or pick um like the, the pick the most choices that have been made so far. Oh god. Bracket by popular vote. Yeah. I barely trust this country to pick a president. <laughs> well the president picked you could just go with the president's picks. Oh fuck that. I saw his picks. <laughs> They weren't bad. He was he played it pretty safe. I think besides the number eight nine games, he only picked like three or four upsets. Ugh. You need I think some, I have the plague. You need, you need to either A not spend your days in a public school mm-hmm. or B get some sleep. See I do get a fair amount of sleep. I think I just have the plague. Wait, what is a fair amount of sleep? Uh, seven hours a night. It's not a fair amount. That's like the the minimum you should be getting. Yeah, that's what I call a fair amount. (laughs) You think the minimum amount basically required is a fair amount? Well, fair in the sense of a decent amount, yes. But it's not a decent. You need to get more sleep. Well, that's why I take naps every so often. Naps are not helpful. How long are your naps? I I beg to differ. Anywhere between half an hour and 45 minutes. That's too long for a nap. That screws up your sleep schedule. Nope. No, it will, because the the, uh, REM Uh, stuff, you're going to be breaking into the middle of an REM cycle anywhere between 30 and 45 uh, minutes. According to Lifehacker. Okay, give me a link on this. I have to dig one up. Well, then go dig while we talk about other things. Because I All think right. the science on that is wrong. <laughs> Speaking of science, mm-hmm. do you like that one? Sure. Which science thing do we want to talk about? How about science? How about what? Science fiction. What? Sci-fi. What? That wasn't. That's not a science. No, but it has the word science in it. I was going to go for an actual science, uh, not well, this I, too, fake too science. <laughs> too late. You didn't know where I was going, so you just went off on your own direction. Yep, and you were too late. Damn it. Fine, we'll go with your science fiction. Is that how you pronounced it? Science fiction, I think. Uh, I have no idea where you're going with that. Well, they're changing the name of the sci-fi channel. Yes. It used to be sci-fi, S-C-I-F-I. Okay. Made sense. Science fiction. Yes. Now they're changing it to sci-fi. S-Y-F-Y. Which is the stupidest thing ever. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is. Lord only knows why they're doing it. Well, I know why they're doing it. It's because they they feel that the the name sci-fi basically has been associated with geeks and nerds. And science fiction. (laughs) Yes. It still carries that connotation, and you can tell that now that NBC owns sci-fi, they're trying to move it away from the um, geekiness, which I don't understand how. Isn't that, like, the, the point of science fiction? Is the geekiness? Is the nerdness? <sighs> that said, like, my parents are watching Battlestar Galactica religiously. See, I haven't actually touched the Battlestar Galactica. Neither have I. Well, the the... Uh, Mr. Howe, who is the... Where does it say in here who he is? Oh, David Howe, president of the Sci-Fi Channel, mm-hmm. says, we, we really do want to own this the imagination space. The new brand better reflects that the channel has programs that are not about the typical sci-fi themes of space, aliens, and the future. Well, what is the new sci-fi, then? Uh, we want to get for a range of contact that we already have on our air, and we want to be doing more of it in the future. They want to they wanna spread it out. It's... I, I don't know. 
Hmm. <laughs> Here's a quote. We, when we tested this new name, the thing that we got back from our 18 to 34 techno-savvy crowd, which is quite a lot of our audience, is actually how this is how you'd text it. Made us feel much cooler, more cutting edge, much more hip. Oh, dear. Which God, is kind serious? of bang on what we wanted to achieve communication-wise. This is... But, but sci-fi was already the shortened version. That's how I would text science fiction. I guess you're not techno-savvy, Dave. Right. <laughs> well, I you... can't believe it. I can't believe they're doing it. Like, why? I, I still... You read me their explanation, and I still don't see why. The reason is the Sci-Fi Channel had, what was it, Sci-Fi's best show up to this point now was, well, before Battlestar was Stargate. Mm-hmm. Before that, I don't even know what the best show on Sci-Fi was. Twilight Zone Marathon. <laughs> that was probably it. Sci-Fi has been working to branch out from being a simply a linear cable network to become a hub of business operating in the imagination under the Sci-Fi Ventures banner. We need oh, an umbrella God. brand that we can attach to new businesses. Sci-Fi games, Sci-Fi kids. It does no use to attach Sci-Fi. This is S-E-I-F-I because right. there's hundreds of Sci-Fi websites and Sci-Fi publications. So it's changing your name without changing your name. It's being stupid. It, I think they've started to... Re- this is basically... Okay, Sci-Fi was... A major hit, especially with Mystery Science Theater, for me. Mm-hmm. Around the same time that Tech TV started to show up. I think, because Tech TV had to basically get turned into G4 in order for the company, the television channel to stay alive. Right. So I'm thinking that sci-fi is now becoming G4, or if that makes sci-fi. sense. Sci-fi. Well, no, this is so confusing, because it's the same name, so when you say it out loud, it's sci-fi. That's why I, that's why I was calling it Sifi. 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 It sounds like a name for, like, it, you know... I understand Penny Arcade already made this joke, but it really does sound like a, a pet syphilis or something. S-Y-F-Y? Syphy. S-Y-F-Y. Syphy. It, it would be a pet name for someone infected with syphilis. That is so wrong. I Yes, it's not my joke either. What's really odd, though, is sci-fi is actually coming off their best year in history. So now they decide to change the name. Mm-hmm. After the real question is, how many people are going to notice, and how many people are going to care? All right, how many shows do I watch on Sci-Fi? Is Battles. you don't watch Battlestar, you watch no. Stargate. Well, Stargate is not on there anymore because Atlantis right. has stopped. You watched Stargate? I did, but it's no longer on there, so I can't say I watch that anymore. Isn't Eureka on Sci-Fi? I think so. It was originally a Sci-Fi production, wasn't it? Yeah. All right. So once that comes back, whenever it decides to finally come back, damn them, I want it back. You know what I haven't watched in a while? Not to... You know, Eureka? Just the subject. Well, yes, but uh, I was thinking of actually Heroes. You haven't watched Heroes in a while? I haven't watched it in like a month, and I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Not at the moment, no. I remember in the first season, if you missed a week... There was this whole, there was like a sense of loss, like, oh my god, I have to catch up. Now it's like, eh. You, it's because, actually we discussed this before, not with you, but I have discussed this before, it's Heroes is now a soap opera. So you can drop out. And at, then come back in. And come back in at any point. You would have missed some of the stuff, and when you jump back in, some of the stuff that the story arcs are in the middle or near the end of, you're going to have no idea what's going on. But basically, they're starting up a new story arc every couple of episodes. So you can just jump in, and you'll get a story arc, be able to get some backstory from the other ones. But it's it's a soap opera now, which is so sad. So it, like, what, 
what is TV coming to? <laughs> if NBC wants to change the name of Sci-Fi to Sci-Fi. 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 I'm going to call it what they want it to be called. That's fine. I'm going to call it Sifi. It's so funny how this one supposedly is less geeky than actual sci-fi, even though it's... You'd think they'd want to, like, pander to the geeks. Well, I don't know, because don't, they, be don't a... they show wrestling on sci-fi now? I hope not. If I remember correctly, the ECW is on... Wait, does the old website still work or no? Unless it's, you know, robots going at each other. Yes, the old website, I think. Sci-fi.com. All right. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Ultimate Gamer. What the heck is that? Ghost Hunters and Scare Tactics. Sanctuary. That's the one with uh, Amanda Tapping. Yeah, ECW. That is wrestling. Ultimate Gamer is evident. Wow. It's kind of like the Omegathon. <laughs> but much less cool. This yes. week's challenge, Project Gotham Racing 4. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Brought to you by Xbox. What a surprise. They're probably... Right. Well, no, like, I, it doesn't say that on here, but looking at the games, Rock Band 2, PGR 4, Virtua Fighter 5, DDR, Halo 3, and NBA Live 09. Brought to you by Xbox. Oh, my goodness. What is this? Oh, my God. What? I know someone on here. You know You've somebody? Met her. Star Slayer. CG. So that's what she's doing with herself now. All right, I have to get off this website. Yes, get off the website. All right, so what was the other science thing? Oh, that science thing. Yes, the fact that Americans suck at science. Yeah. All right. Uh, this was done by the, the uh, California Academy of Sciences. Mm-hmm. U.S. adults do believe that scientific research and education are, are important. Four out of five adults think science education is absolutely essential or very important to the U.S. healthcare system, 86%. Global repu reputation, 79%. And the economy, 77%. Okay. But oh, wow. most people don't know their science. Yeah. 53% of adults know how long it takes <laughs> the Earth to revolve around the sun. 364 days, 29 hours, or 23 hours and like 58 minutes or wait, something. Wait, wait, how many days? 364 days, 23 hours, and 58, 59 minutes. It's just shy of 365. That's why every four years we have an extra day. No, no Dave, you're, you're on the wrong side of 365. Oh, is it? Yes. No, it's it's just under 365. No, I thought it was 365 and slight change. Okay, so we don't know how... Well, we both know it's 365. Yeah, it was 365.2425, something like that. Four, you add the extra four, one-fourth of a day, four times is an extra day. That's why we have the leap years. All right. So Dave is part of the, what, 47%? No, because I know that it's the 365, which is what they're really asking for. All right, you do know that humans and dinosaurs do not live at the same time, right? Yeah. Okay, good. You're part of the 59% of adults. 365.2424. That's what it was. Okay. Yes, I, I, I know that dinosaurs and humans weren't alive at the same time. Which, I know that, you know that, so that's 66%. So the third person we ask, according to their survey, will not know that they did not live at the same time. Right. Which is... Thank you, Disney. And some religious nut jobs. Mm -hmm. All right, Dave, without looking, how much of the, percent of the Earth's surface is covered with water? Uh, it's about seven-tenths, so about 70%. Yes, you are correct. 47% of adults can uh, answer that correctly. All right, Andy, so here's my question for you. Yes. What causes the seasons? Seasons are the 
tilt of the Earth's axis as it revolves around the sun. Okay, but what what's the cause of it? The, what the, about the tilt causes the season? Well, the direct sunlight versus indirect sunlight. If the way the Earth is tilted during the summer up here, more of the northern hemisphere is pointed directly at the sun than the southern hemisphere. Mm-hmm. And then once winter happens, it flips. Oh, okay. That's why winter in North but America how, how is does, summer down in Australia. Right, but how does more of the northern hemisphere having sun turn into summer? More direct sunlight, more time in the sun, longer days. There you go. There you go. More sunlight, period. Longer days. It has nothing to do with the direct or indirect, because the sun's really big. <laughs> So I thought I always thought it was the tilt that was the cause of seasons, well, not the, the the tilt affects how long you're in the the sunlight, how long how much of the day you have. So your first answer was partially correct. You just wanted to get me more and more specific for some right, odd reason. Cause, well, because as you went on, is you you had the a slight misconception, but the real wrong answer that people give is that it's the distance from the sun. No, that's equal. It's basically a circle. Around the it's slightly no, it's, off. It's an yeah, but it's it's negligible. That's why I said it's basically a yeah. circle. And the the real weird wrong answer is the one where they gave the right answer, what you gave, the tilt, and then they say in the winter because you're tilted, you're further away from the sun. That's kind of confusing. It's like they sort of know, but then they sort of don't. They they really don't. <laughs> yeah. That, there's a lot of people who get that question wrong. So, dude, what are we supposed to do then? Because fund education. Give me a job. <laughs> you have a job. You go to school every day. Yes, but I don't get paid for it. Ooh, boo-hoo. I had an internship Ooh. over the summer that I didn't get paid for. That was up yeah. in Lansing. Did you have to pay $6,000 to do it? I had to pay for two credit hours, whatever that is. Okay. Yeah, I have to pay for 14 credit hours. Just for your one internship? Yep. That's a lot of credit hours for one internship. Yep. Well, it's a 10-credit class is the student teaching, and then there's like a two-credit seminar and then a two-credit course that goes along with it. So technically, <coughs> just the student teaching is the 10 credit hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yes, Dave, all the internships in telecom are all non-paid. Yeah, I understand that. So don't go crying to me, because I know exactly what it felt like. Mm-hmm. At least yours was in your same town. True. Mine's like a mile and a half away from my apartment. <laughs> yeah, mine not mine so much. seven times a year in the fall. I walk over to the stadium. The stadium's across the street from the high school. So, yeah, uh, what we need to do is, is fund education, Andy. And hopefully this the next time we do the survey, the adults would have been educated. Yeah, not likely. People don't care. But they, they do care, though. That was the first part of the thing. They all said it was important right. for multiple it's things. It, it's important for other people to learn science. That's very true. But it's not important for them to learn science? They don't care. What do they need science for? What do they need science for? You're playing devil's advocate right now, aren't you? 
I'm I'm playing them right now. Oh. Who are the devil's advocate, right? No, I don't know. No, they're they're basically the devil. <laughs> <laughs> they're not advocating for him. They just kind of are. You also know who you want to know who else is the devil. <laughs> who else is the devil? Jack Thompson. Well, yeah, but he's not in the news this week. Okay, who else is the devil? Do you remember Worlds.com? We heard about them with their wonderful patent for um, scaling virtual spaces and enabling users to interact and chat in 3D environments. Vaguely, yeah. Didn't they send out some frivolous lawsuits? Yeah, and now there's uh, a major one against NCSoft for patent infringement. Oh, fantastic. Yep, so they're suing NCSoft, which is City of Heroes, City of Villains, Dungeon Runners, XTL, Guild Wars, Lineage, Lineage 2, and Tableau Rasa, which is probably gone by now, isn't it? Uh, I think it's still around, just not in the U.S. Okay. Don't quote me on that. See, if you think about this, if they can find a judge that can somehow rule in their favor... They're not going to. By the way, that's a typo. It should be Tabula Rasa. Does it really matter? Is it going to be around long enough for people to care? Yeah. Well, fine, but... Alright, well, you can tell the person he spelled it wrong. Okay. You spelled it wrong, sir. Or madam. Uh, who did it? They don't say who wrote the article, lovely. Yeah, there's no byline. <laughs> oh! Wow, that's a good blog. Okay. Wow. God, it's, patents are just... Yeah, I understand the point of patents, but then the, they seem to be a whole lot different than their original premise. It's a broken system. Yes. Is what I'd have to say. And it's what we got right now. <laughs> so we shouldn't fix it, or...? Well, we we need to fix it, but we need to live with what we've got for the moment. I mean, I don't know how to fix it. If my roof is leaking, it should tell me I should just live with it, and hopefully sooner or later somebody will get around to fixing the roof. If your roof is leaking because every roof is leaking, then what are you going to (laughs) do? Fix my roof? I'd rather figure out why they're all leaky. (laughs) (laughs) Because the person who built all the roofs... the, The contractor who built the neighborhood... Hired a shoddy roofman. Mm-hmm. This is a very terrible analogy. Why? It, it works out perfectly. Yes, but my end was. was it, never mind. Okay. <laughs> so, what? What? How do you propose to fix the roof, though, Andy? <sighs> I would think. What are? What are? The original what's The what? Um, Forty-five years originally after the death of the. Uh, Mm-hmm. original person you just basically have to get rid of corporations able to hold patents like persons because the corporation's not gonna not gonna die yeah and if they do it's still illegal unless they uh um unless they i think they release it into public domain it's still technically right. illegal but see patents offer protection for for inventors right yes but at the same time, they also limit innovation. Because you're not allowed to mimic somebody else's idea. Right. Think of all the advancements we had during World War II when there was that pa- uh, patent pooling. Wasn't that what it was called? Patent pooling or something like that? 
I have no idea. I don't know what you're talking about. During World War II, the U.S. Patent Office um, basically said, okay, we're at war. <laughs> we're, um, if I can spell Opening patent all... right. It's like Would we... they like open all the patents or something? Basically, it said, okay, for this time being, you're not allowed to... The... Is a consortium of at least two companies agreeing to cross-license patents relating to a particular technology. It was used a lot during the um, World War II and stuff to advance weaponry and that sort of thing. Mm. So it, I don't know. It's yes, they need protection, but this type of protection is kind of ridiculous, especially the amount of frivolous patent lawsuits that we have going on here. Right. But didn't Amazon at one point try to patent their one-click? to buy button probably how can you patent a button you don't patent the button you patent the idea behind the button that is an easy checkout where all they do is press one button and you take care of the rest automatically sad 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 now it also is sad what else is sad andy the post intelliger the pi is um, no longer a print newspaper. This is the Seattle paper? Yes, the Seattle paper that's been around since, I do believe, the Civil War is uh, now... Let's see, 2009 now? Yes. And what year was the Civil War, Andy? 1840, 1850, something like that. 1851? I think, no, 1861, wasn't it? Shit. I'm going to get in trouble this time. 1863. Okay. So, 1863 to 2009? 146 years. So, yes, it was around from, in fact, before the Civil War. Because I believe it was there for 160-some years. Okay, but... This, they have now gone officially... um, 1861. Where are you getting this 1863 bullshit? The newspaper was initially founded in 1863, I thought. I was talking about the Civil War. Oh, I was talking about the paper. No, the the Civil War was 1861. Okay, well, the the post-intelligence, Intelliger, I'm just going to keep on calling it the PI, because that's what I always called it, was 1863. All right, so it was almost as old as the Civil War. Yes. Holy (sighs) crap, there is an incredible article on the Civil War on Wikipedia. No, get off Wikipedia, Dave, that's never... enormous. You cannot go there alone. It is dangerous. (laughs) Don't alone. <laughs> what's, what's the line? It is dangerous to go alone. Here, take this. Uh, it's dangerous outside. Take this, I think. <laughs> You're talking about the one in, in Legend of Zelda? Yeah. It is dangerous to go alone, I think. Okay. Take this. <laughs> Hands you a sword. So, they went from 170 staffers down to 20. Ouch. Yeah. Lay off economy. It's I I just honestly don't understand how the paper is going to survive as an online only paper. And it's one of the things they thought they could do to help stem the tide was to share reporting duties with multiple papers in the same area. Mm-hmm. You know what I call that? I call that AP. <laughs> like go if you if you have a chance, check out the Ann Arbor News. And look at the number of articles from there, from the AP and stuff. Yep, I know. 
I had a Kalamazoo Gazette over here somewhere because I was doing that for my picks, but I can't find it anymore. But I was going to point out the number of articles in the local paper that are no that longer are written. Associated Press or from Reuters. Yep. Knight Ritter, I think, is the third one. No, no, I haven't seen it. Oh God, this was in this was in my digital class. Knight Ritter, yep, an American media company specialized in newspaper and internet publishing. I'm just full of just random facts. Our website, by the way, yeah, on a completely off topic, it's really funny if you zoom all the way out. I don't know why. How can you zoom out? Control scroll wheel in Firefox, or control minus. Oh, how is that funny? I don't know. <laughs> it just looks funny to me. There's just this teeny skinny little column. I need sleep. What have we already told you? You need sleep. Control zero resets it, by the way. Thank you, because I had zoomed in really far. So, I'm surprised you haven't said anything about Pi Day. Pi Day? Uh, you mean March 13th? 14th? 14th. Wow, you need sleep. I need. Why are we recording today? We should. I should just go to bed. Cause we need. We set up to record on Wednesdays. Yep. <laughs> March fourteenth. Do you know what July twenty second is? Twelve one two two two. Nope. July twenty second. Uh, seven twelve. No, seven twenty two. Second. Evidently, I'm not the only one who needs. <laughs> I'm sorry, my birthday's in July, so my brain automatically goes seven twelve eighty four. Yeah, not quite. Yeah. What is July twenty second? Twenty two seventh. It's Pi approximation day. Well, yeah, if you're in Europe and you're putting your days before your months. Mm-hmm. Well, but Andy, Pi Day is a global holiday. It's not a global holiday. Sure, it is. Math geeks all over the world celebrate Pi Day. Well, yeah, but it's not a it's not an official global holiday. It's a national holiday now, though. It is officially now a national holiday, thanks to the U.S. Congress. <laughs> wow, why are we paying their wages in taxes? <laughs> I appreciate it, really. As a math teacher, I think it's great. I'd much rather they focus on things like, oh, I don't know, the economy. The fact that GM is going to go bankrupt if they don't approve the the bailout loan. Have you at have you at ever some point actually looked to see at some of the house resolutions that are out there? Oh yes. Oh my God, yes. Cause some of those are stupid. <laughs> there is one though that I do have my eye on though. Yeah, uh, it's House Resolution, I think. Is it twelve twelve or is oh, I can't remember this off the top of my head, but it's one that was just uh, the Senate introduced a version of this a couple months ago, and the House finally introduced their version of it, like yesterday. Where it's if you have a highly um, if you have an old non fuel efficient vehicle, you can actually trade it in, and the government will give you up to I think like five grand towards buying a new vehicle that's more fuel efficient. That's nice. Uh, it's not the 1212 that I just found. No, it's... I'd have to look it up again, and I can't off the top of my head. Yeah, no, some of the... I mean, they're all... Well, not all. Most of them are public records. Well, so all... They're, they're published. Yeah, they're they're published. I just can't find... <laughs> I swear I was on my 
Google search list a long time ago. It is possible you've cleared your Google list since No, it's just I probably didn't search for it. I probably saw a link and then... Because there's, ah. there's a search here for... Where is it? Oh, crap. Yeah, that's that's not that's not it at all. Okay. <laughs> My search list is very odd. I'm not sure I want to know. Well, it, it goes from things like Patent Pool, NCAA March Madness, 7 and 7, 416, Congress, U.S. Bills. It's probably there that I got through. Mm-hmm. RPI, Rice Cooker, Born Movies. Are, are you and Kate looking for a rice cooker? No, we got one. Oh, very nice. How much does it hold? I don't know off the top of my head. It's set on the box. But I have the Spanish side towards me, so that does not help. No. I had a rice cooker for a little bit. It was uh, too much of a pain to clean for what it was worth. Yeah, but you don't clean it all. 14 cups. 14 cups? Yes. Whoa, this is a sizable rice cooker. It's a rice cooker and food steamer. Ah. So we could cook rice and steam our vegetables at the same time. Very nice. I know. I do believe I was the one who put that on the... Um, we should buy this list. Yes. What's it called? Registry. Uh, you, you put it on your registry? Yes. And then bought it? Yeah. Okay. Isn't the registry usually for stuff that you want, but you aren't going to buy, so you let other people buy it? Yes. And a rice cooker would be one of those things. But you bought it. No, no. It, we got it as a gift from the ah. registry. Someone already bought it for you. Yes. Ah. I see. <laughs> Where are you guys registered at? It's on the website, Dave. Oh, that's right. You have a website. Yeah. Oh, I haven't been to the website in a very long time. It's like you're 27 years old. What? The um. Oh, yeah, that. Go for it. All right. I'm looking at your registry. <laughs> the University of Virginia did a study, a seven-year study of 2,000 people, ages 18 to 60, and they tested their mental agility, and they found out the uh, top performance of the mental, the brain, was at 22, and the first age at which there was any mark of decline was at actually 27. Hmm. Memory stayed intact until 37 and then started falling off. So I have two and a half years. I have two. And a couple of months. Wait, wait a minute. Someone's got something wrong here. Well, I it's... have three and a half years. <laughs> You need sleep. Perhaps I don't have any years at this point. <laughs> that is true. Nine out of the 12 tests, the average age, the top performance age was 22. But that means there are three tests. Exceptions. Yeah, three of the three of the tests didn't work out very yeah. well. I, I, well, because I know that you and I can't both have two years in a couple months. Because you're like a year and a half older than I am. I know, which is why my answer was correct for me. Mm-hmm. Brain drain. Brain yeah. drain. Yeah. You By need... the way, why do you have an air popper on here? I, I it's fulfilled. Yes. Why? Because the air popper is sitting over. Because we make popcorn. Okay. Yes, Dave is actually going through our registry right now. 
Yep. He wants to know why we have an air popper on there. That's what I just told him. We. <coughs> uh, it, I, I had watched the Good Eats on popcorn, and he actually kind of decried air poppers and gave good reasoning why. Well, I'm sorry. He scares me now. Have you seen him on the Welch commercials? Alton Brown? Yes. He looks very different. He looks old. What happened to him? He got old. <laughs> in in the period of like a year or two? Books. He wrote he wrote an incredible amount of, of books and shows and did some touring. Well, he looks horrible because of it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think you're actually the second person who said something about the air popper, though. But it's easy. Popcorn, plug in, popcorn comes out. Mm-hmm. Easy. <sighs> can you eat? Yeah, you can eat popcorn, right? Yeah. I can indeed eat. I actually have my own air popper. Oh. So you're going to diss our air popper, yet you have an uh, air popper in your kitchen? Suggest, I, was, I was going to give you the episode and say, hey, you should look at doing it like this. Why don't you do it like that, then? Because oh, I don't have the kitchen space to do it like that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have kitchen space for actual appliances. Not really, no. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about South by... What is South by Southwest? I know it's a conference of something... It was originally, if I remember correctly, it was originally music. Okay. It's just become like a geek convention? Well, it's it's some sort of like interactive. Um, it started as music, and I think it also had some film aspects of it, and now there's an interactive conference and festival attached to it now as well. Okay. So it it kind of just started out as one thing and then expanded. And evidently it has expanded so much... That the number of iPhones there took down AT&T's network. In Austin, Texas, yes. Oops. That's a, a bit of a... So what, it's like a cellular denial of service attack? Yeah. That are the number of... Um... No, yeah, it's basically a denial of service attack. Just not on purpose. No. Speaking of the iPhone, as we move right along, Apple had their had a news conference thing yesterday. Mm-hmm. On the seventeenth, the new announced. Go ahead. The, I was going to say the new version of the iPhone OS came out. Well, it's going to come out. The, de- the developers can get at it right now, but the consumers are going to have to wait a bit. But yeah. um, it finally came and out what's with what's available in three Copy and paste. Copy and paste is finally available. Which seems so weird that it took them this long to finally get copy and paste. Mm-hmm. It's a clipboard. You copy the text, then you paste it. Andy, speaking as someone with a smartphone, it is far less intuitive to copy and paste than you would think. Okay. It's much harder. I mean, selecting text is hard. It's not hard. My well, once my sister told me how to do it, and after she told me, I can do it all the time. Mm-hmm. But you're right. If she didn't tell me, then it would have taken me a while to figure out. Yeah, it's it's really not the easiest thing. Um, I'm going you, back to look for something. I don't remember what. You can copy and paste photos now too. 
Well, that's actually kind of neat. I know what I was going to look for. And also, they have a universal... <laughs> They have a universal search for their phone, so you can like search. That. You can search across. Um, yes, but you can't search the content of your emails. Can't search the content of your emails. Yeah, the universal search doesn't search content of your emails. Oh, well, it's not really universal, then, is it? It's close. So here's the the chart that they put up on Lifehacker, which is I'll. Skype it to you. I just posted it on the site. Well, hold on. I'm reloading the site. There we go. Oh, is this the, the giant grid? Well, it's not very giant, but it's the grid that compares the new iPhone versus Android versus the old iPhone. Um, there's one on Gizmodo that lists actually the five different platforms. iPhone, Android, Windows Mobile, BlackBerry, and WebOS for the Palm. For the Palm Pre? Yeah. Where is it? Um, just go to Gizmodo. It's one of the top four. There's <laughs> uh, iPhone Bit OS. What makes the five smartphones different? There we go. Yeah. So it's got your little chart, and it's... Oh, you yeah, see, now I you've got me like... back to Lifehacker, and that's never a good thing. I like Lifehacker's chart a little better. I think it's easier to read. Besides, I don't particularly care about Windows, BlackBerry, or Palm Pre. Well, that's because you've got a G1. Not yes. everybody has a G1. No. Everyone should have a G1. No, no, Go they shouldn't. No. I don't get need an a G1. It's get an Android phone this year. No. I don't need it. It's it's simple. Do I need it? No. Okay, then I won't get it. I have a phone. It works perfectly fine. That's good. You know what I would love, though? What would you love? This Mountain Dew that they have coming out. I want to try it out. No, you don't. The the World of Warcraft Mountain Dew. The blue. Yeah, I know. You really... You, you don't. The Alliance. It would be you're nice. Done wow. What? I, you're, done, you're done with WoW. Why would you want the, the, the soda? Because it probably tastes good. I'm guessing the uh, red one's sort of like... The red one's supposed to be exactly the same as the Halo one. Oh, okay. And then the blue one is hopefully like Voltage. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Voltage is like more a of a line. berry. This one's Word more game. of a fruit punch. Mountain Dew game fuel. <laughs> World of Warcraft Mountain Dew. That is, at least, as long as they don't put it in the game, I'll be happy. Yeah, someone said, uh, I'm trying to remember where it was I read it, where they, they want to mix it. With? So it's, it's Cherry Citrus for Horde Red and Wild Fruit for Alliance Blue, but they want to mix them together. And add some form of alcohol and call it a dark portal. Because <laughs> you know it's going to mix to like some brown, green, disgusting thing. Yes, yes it is. <clears throat> That's going to be horrible. Yeah. Oh. And it looks like our last story, which is a good one. Both Dave and I know this. But um, most people don't. They just When they buy a digital camera, they just go for the number of megapixels. Mm-hmm. That's bad. That's well, not bad. It's just like going for the highest number of megahertz or gigahertz on your processor. Yeah. Which is no longer a valid measure of how fast your computer is. Well, I was, I'm, I was going for the fact that most people, if they're just printing out 4x6s, are not going to need, what, more than, what would you say, more than 6 megapixels? For a 4x6? Yeah. Well, Andy, it depends on a number of other factors. Like... Like, what kind of chip is it? How big is the chip? 
you can get six megapixels on a chip the size of, well, smaller than your pinky nail. It's not going to do you much good because they're all crammed together. Some of these days, I'm actually going to go and have you try out the different megapixels so you can actually explain to me. Because I, I know the basic idea is that you're not going to need tons of megapixels if you're just dropping it down to a 4x6 picture because your eye and the printers are not going to be able to distinguish between a 6 and a 10. Well, but then there's the question of, you know, for instance, you know, let me put this in terms that you're familiar with. All right. We're recording this show. Yes. Using a 64 kilobits per second at 44,100, what is it, samples? Uh, 44.1K, 44. 44. I think that's samples per second, right? Well, it's hertz, so it's basically samples per second, yeah. Right, it, it's per second, which in this case is samples per second. <clears throat> you can record much higher. We could record, theoretically, like infinitely higher. Yeah. But at some point, your ear is not going to tell the difference. Right? No. But if you were to go in and start editing and remixing, you'd want the highest possible, wouldn't you? Maybe. Depends also what I'm uh, outputting it to, though. No, 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 no. You'll change it for the output. But it, once you start doing things like editing... You want the most information possible, because then the computations are going to be as exact as possible. You're going to get less rounding error. To look at it from a third side, how many colors can the human eye see? Oh, it was, um, that's why we have 256 bits for the colors. Right, except we don't call it a 256-bit image, it's called an 8-bit image. Yeah. Because it's 8 for blue, 8 for green, 8 for red. Yes. Right? If I remember correctly, God, this has been forever since I've taken any right. of those. It, it is. It's 8 for blue, 8 for green, 8 for red. Okay. Photoshop now will handle 32-bit images. But your eye's not going to be able to tell the difference. Your eye definitely can't tell the difference. There's no way. That is more colors than your eye can discern. Yeah. 8 bits is more than your eye can discern. But... When you start doing things like combining layers and you work with the algorithms in Photoshop that take the mathematical value of these numbers and basically do math on them, you want those numbers to be as precise as possible. Even though you're going to downsample it later, if you downsample it at the beginning, you're going to get the equivalent of rounding error. All right. So, th th we're actually doing an audio experiment with this one. I was going to actually put a, throw a small bit in the front explaining the situation. But you're going to be sending me an MP3 file in the same output that we have for our final mm -hmm. MP3 file. No matter what I do to the audio file, it's going to end up as a 64 with a 44100 at whatever the... I can't think of the bits off the top of my head. If if the ending is always going to be the same, does does it matter if we start there or does? Yes, it it matters. Perhaps not for something like this, where we're recording in an MP3 and 
I mean, I, I think you change it back to wave, don't you? Well, I record my sides on wave, <laughs> but I want to try recording your side because I want to see what it sounds like with you has at an MP3 versus what my computer records at a wave after right. Skype throws it over the internet. Right. But for something like Photoshop, where you do, uh, you know, blurs and filters and layer upon layer upon layer, and it's adding and subtracting these numbers, it's doing multiplications, it's doing matrix multiplications, it's doing all this really confusing shit. If you're starting with a smaller range, 0 to 255, it's going to end up looking slightly different than if you have the range 0 to 2 to the 32. Hmm. And you know this for a fact. This has actually been scientifically proven, or are you yeah, just... Th- no, this is, this is... Well, it's technically still... It's theory, but you can see it when you look at photographs. Because what happens is when you downsample it back, different areas will sample back to different numbers. So the ba- you'll get banding in some cases, you won't get it in others. I just... At some point, you're going to actually have to get two photos... One with your 8-bit, one with your 32-bit. Do something right. to both of them and actually show me, because I still think... I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll yes. see what I can do. Because I think this is kind of... There's a point, I though, know. where you're doing stuff, and the majority of the people aren't going to notice. Right. It's just like 128 MP3 files versus 192 versus lossless versus actual raw wave files. There's it's a point. optical files versus audio files. Yes, and they're two different things. Well, it's a pun, isn't it? I, I don't know what the pun was. Optical but. files, audio files. We were talking about doing stuff on computers with computer files. If you're trying to be funny, it's not working. No, I, I wasn't trying to be funny. I'm just saying it's a pun. If you're trying to make a joke, it's not working. I t- it, it, there was no pun intended. <laughs> but you tried to I'm bring up a pun. That there actually was a pun. I don't know what the pun is. What Andy, what do you call a person who is obsessed about sound quality? Audiophile. Oh. That was bad. Why did you even think of that? I didn't. <laughs> no, it came up in your thought process, because you said audio... Yes, after I said it. And your brain went, oh, hey, look, that's interesting. Yeah. No, it isn't. Oh. Random topic. <coughs> Franchise crossovers. No, franchise yes. combinations, is what he says. Smash Brothers and Nintendo... I guess, I guess Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy, Disney, Marvel versus Capcom franchise. So, like Smash Brothers is a combination of all the different franchises thrown together in a fighting game. Well, all the Nintendo ones. They had Sonic in there, right? Yeah, but Sonic is now more or less a Nintendo. Now, of but, course, they did have Snake. Yeah, that's not Nintendo Snake at is all. Definitely not Nintendo. <laughs> Originally, he was. Well, yeah, I know, with the original Metal, Metal Gear. Gear. Yeah. Metal Gear was on the NES. Yeah, I know, with the Sleeping Dogs, yeah. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy, and Disney. That Disney intrigued me, Final Fantasy did not, which is why I never really got anywhere in the first game. Right. So I was like, oh, hey, Disney, oh, crap. <laughs> Final Fantasy, damn it. Well, that, that's really kind of funny, because I think for most people it was the opposite. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> most people for some odd crazy reason actually enjoy Final Fantasy yeah. I'm not one of them go figure I actually would go figure because uh, I do enjoy Civ which is turn based strategy so I do enjoy some turn based strategy games it was just Final Fantasy Final Fantasy isn't turn based strategy what would you call it turn based RPG 
It, n- no, it, it's just RPG. <laughs> well, there should be real-time RPG. Isn't that what WoW is? Real-time RPG? Yeah. I mean, at the basic level, they're both the same thing. There's a timer between each hit. Yes, but there's a timer in Final Fantasy that you could take as long as you wanted to plan out your strategy. Uh, only if you set it to be wait. Mine was active. Yours if you was- sat on the menu, the the opponent would still attack you. In all the Final Fantasy games? Uh, in everything past four, I think you can do that. Hmm. You, you don't know, do you? It's it's either three or four is when they started doing the active wait battle system. Okay. Active wait time. A A W T active time battle ATB. <laughs> I think it was the I think it was the ATB system. Active time battle. It was that little bar on the right side that would fill up before you could take a turn. Maybe we should have somebody on you could interview about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't have time to play games. <laughs> Which is why most of our topics this time. Are not game-related. No. Speaking of, Andy, how's Lent? It's going. It's, it's, it's okay. Yeah? Your, your game hiatus for Lent? I'm getting other stuff done, which is good. That's definitely good. But fra- Okay, so franchise combinations. What, what do we want to see? Oh, I want to see... <clears throat> um... Final Fantasy versus Street Fighter. No. No. Hmm. That would be a good franchise. Okay, so you got Halo. Yeah. Um, Halo versus Gears of War. That would be interesting. Hmm. I would like to. uh, I I like to bring up the videos by Monty O, who did the Final Fantasy and Dead or Alive crossover, and did the Haloid crossover. I have no idea what you're talking about. No, I th- I'm sure I've shown you the, the nope. Haloid video. Nope. No, you haven't. Okay. Well, perhaps I will post it. <laughs> um, ooh. Splinter Cell and Metal Gear Solid. Ooh. Splinter Cell and Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six and... Hmm. What about... Hmm. Power Rangers and Voltron. They were the same exact thing. I know they were. <laughs> That's, it can't be a franchise one combination. Lions, one was dinosaurs. Yes. Um, Rainbow Six and G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe and... Transformers? No. No. G.I. Joe and what? This is the new game we need to play. Yeah, like... The weirdest combinations using the last one from the previous person. Mm-hmm. Have to get, uh, G.I. Joe and He-Man. <laughs> of course you gotta go with He-Man and Thundercats. I just They just seem like they work together. Thundercats and G-Force. Thundercats and G-Force? G-Force. What? Are the, what, what? It, it was uh, another show from that era. It was about some kids dressed like birds who could fly. They were secret agents, I think, or something like that. What TV were you watching as a small child? I don't know. Okay, so technically you win the game then, because I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, so that's how we're going to win, is pull up something the other person doesn't know about? <laughs> I, I guess so. All right. Well, I win. Good night. (laughs) Good night, Dave.
All right, stop recording.